welcome to Vicious Cycle, the podcast about periods and the people who get them. I'm Kate. I'm Meg H. I'm Meg T. And I have to say, as we were getting ready for this episode, we got an alert that my father, Andrew Elston, has liked our Facebook page. Hi, Andrew. So I don't know if dad is listening, but (laughs) that just kind of gave me a nice little pep in my step before we started recording also a shout out to my auntie and i will try not to curse as much Ooh, did you have you have you been getting have you been getting some feedback i got some feedback that oh. i cursed a lot in episode three when i was really drunk you just, were pretty drunk <laughs> just gonna say hi to my mom who's been a long time listener oh long time list she has she follows us on instagram and comments she does she's the best i, I love have. it you know we love our family members and we, we love do. all of our listeners In this episode, we're so excited. We're going to share what we all discovered when we tracked our menstrual cycles. Yes. And uh, let's, I I don't know if there's a song for like cycle tracking. We can, like Mm. I had in my head, cycle tracking, qu'est-ce que c'est? But I don't. No, about I like, keep talking going. Heads, talking heads, that's a good one. Bleed, 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 bleed away. Do not have sex today. You are ovulating. Um, I was thinking something like my cycle, my cycle. I want to track my my cycle, my cycle. <laughs> In this episode, we're also going to tell some travel stories since we haven't seen each other in a while. Yes. Missed you guys so much. I know. We embraced. And we're going <laughs> to listen to some phone calls and then do a Why I Cried this week. But before we get into cycles and all that, let's just do a quick catch up. Um, listeners, just so you know, we've been pumping out weekly episodes for the last couple weeks, but pulling back the production curtain, the three of us haven't actually been in the same room for weeks. Yes. Nor the same country. Mm. Mm. Maybe since we launched? Almost, probably. Yeah, yeah because yeah. we, we, we re- pre-recorded a bunch of episodes, and now we're finally in the room together. So excuse us if we're a little giddy. It's yeah. just that we love each other so much. So excited. Um, so we've all been on various trips and summer vacations, and so we thought we'd start this episode with a super important question about our travels and our periods. Yes. Meg H., where you bled? <laughs> I, hmm, I'm trying to remember if I bled in Hawaii. I definitely bled mm, in the BKY, Brooklyn. Ooh. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what they call it. <laughs> I was like, Burger King? <laughs> yes. BKY. Did I get those letters right? <laughs> um, I mean, are we talking about our bleeding um, experiences? Yes, on we these are. Vacations? Sure. Okay. I mean, so, just update us on how your yeah. period's been. Um, It's been all right. It's interesting because... I think before I went on break, there was a really weird um, period where I started early, which never happens. But I was also kind of going through a lot. There was a lot going on end of the year, my sister's wedding, all this crazy stuff. So that might have had something to do with it. And then usually what will happen is I since I'm on birth control, I'll start the Tuesday mm. of my placebo week. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um And so I think I messed up a pill. So I started the Wednesday of my vacation. Um, And I started while I was out with um, my good friend, Alex Harris. Shout out, Alex. Hope you're listening. I love you so much. Um, We had brunch and then we were walking around Williamsburg. um, And I like felt a complete drain of energy. Uh. Like 
I, I think I was like wearing a tampon preemptively because I knew it was coming. <laughs> you do you do guys that? ever do that? No. Really? No. no. It's too dry. It's too yeah. dry. Well, and that's, I lately it's, I'm really considering like some things underwear or some yeah. alternate situation. Yeah. Um, but I just felt like an immediate train of energy and we were walking around a lot. In New York, you kind of walk around more than you realize. Right, totally. So it was weird. Just all of a sudden I like started to realize all the people around me and all the big buildings and all the cars and I was like oh my god I need to go home right now <laughs> um so I think it was I've, I've been kind of focusing on my energy levels in general but I think what I realize is when you're on your period it, you just don't have that extra energy to put forward like yeah. I didn't have any energy left like so I was really trying to like just focus on being positive and be like, it's okay. You'll get home soon. <laughs> you can manage this. this. You yeah. can do it. Um, and then I went to Whole Foods and bought an entire uh, bar of chocolate. Um, I bought <laughs> I bought a salad for lunch and an entire bar of chocolate. And I went home and just like laid on a couch for a couple hours just to regain my yeah. strength. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my bleeding story. Aw. Okay. Make sure where you bled. Where I bled. Um, so I uh, recently went on a road trip with my husband through, uh, we left San Francisco and ended up in Missoula, Montana. And I happened to bleed through Wyoming oh. and Montana. Mm. Wow. It's a two-state period. Nice. Um, yeah, and it started when we were in Yellowstone. So there's a little part of me that will always be in Yellowstone. Yellowstone is, now is wow. Redstone. Okay. I'll see myself out. <laughs> it's pink stone at <laughs> The best. door's right behind you. <laughs> um, and it was, uh, so we have this camper van. So I, I have now had two periods while camper vanning. And I'm like, this is kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, but this time I was prepared, like, because I knew I was going to be like getting it. Uh, so I was like, okay, make sure I have all the stuff. Hand sanitizer. Mm, important. Last nice. time I went camping, didn't have that. Suffered greatly for it. The scary thing was, so doing the math, it was a 10 day trip. And so I had to like calculate how many tampons do, will I need? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I, all so, that, all that calculating yeah, math yeah. when you're traveling. And the thing is when I'm, I just dumped a box in my luggage. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Take them all. <laughs> so, uh, so doing the math, uh, the thing that I always wear when I'm, uh, on my period is I always wear a liner because sure. I just there's no way I'm not gonna leak. Um, wow. and uh, so I packed just enough of those. Uh, and I thought I had more than enough tampons. I did not. Oh no. Uh, and so it it, it it was almost there. If I had one more, it would have been totally fine. Mm. But instead, I had this super on the flight home, and I'm just like, yep, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Oh, no. And I'm just like trying to keep it all together but i was just oh, like man. bleeding into my pants on the plane mm. i was like wow wow i really feel like my period knows that i'm talking about it a lot so it like wants to put on a good show and i'm just like D- don't don't do that <laughs> what do you mean put it what do you mean <laughs> i just feel like the, like recently in the past like three or four months since we've started this journey uh that <laughs> it has just been like getting like bigger and louder your period has. mine has yeah. been getting softer and shorter oh. <laughs> it's like i don't want you to have anything to and talk about like, stop talking about it <laughs> i'm fine i'm nice um no yeah i just feel like obviously she's a she and i just feel like she's uh like just you know trying to show off mm, interesting I'm like, baby we're good yeah like 
Mm. You're going to be around for a long time. Have you guys ever asked a steward this or flight attendant? Flight Flight attendant, thank you, thank you. (laughs) I'm like, what's the gender neutral term? A lady steward. (laughs) Steward. The lady pilot. (laughs) Have you ever asked uh, one of them for a tampon? I wonder if they have like an emergency I'm sure pack, they have to. right? I'm sure yeah. they do. I'm sure I they know do. so many. We could do a whole episode on flight getting your period okay. story. Well, yeah. that kind of comes to my oh, where boy, I bled. Here hey, we go. Kate. Where you bled? Thanks for asking. Okay, so <laughs> you guys know this. Um, I was in Russia for the World Cup, which was amazing and a great time. And I'll talk a little bit about it and why I cried because there was a lot of it um, because everyone was coming together. Um, oh. So I knew that I was three and a half weeks. I was going to get my period in Russia, which also made me start thinking about all of the euphemisms that we learned in episode two about Russians. Yes. So like the Russians are in the basement or (laughs) the Russians are here. I have guests from Krasnodar, which is the city (laughs) where like a civil war of the communist army happened or whatever. And so, by the way, every time I heard the city Krasnodar, I giggled when I was in (laughs) Russia. But um, so I, I, I was figured that I would, you know, get my period while I was there. So as I'll talk about, my cycle has been super, super um, reliable and like clockwork. Mm. So in my like fancy little um, calendar that I took with me, like my, my, my analog calendar that I brought, like a planner, a paper planner, because I'm very organized when I travel. <laughs> and just in case, you know, we can't access our emails or our, you know, flight info. I had everything written down and I had a whole calendar in this notebook. And on June 22nd, on that date, I'd highlighted it in red because that was the day I was supposed to get my period. Um, so I packed my favorite tampons and pads because as we know, traveling abroad can be a little tricky with tampons, especially when you don't have your favorite brand or whatever. Mm-hmm. But thankfully at the last second I packed, I was like, I won't need these for six days. We left on the 16th. I was like, I won't need these for six days. But thankfully I ended up packing them with me on the airplane Oh God! in my head thinking, well, if anything, I can rescue some girl in her time of bleed. Like, nice. like that phone call we got about right. the 13 the year old who didn't have access to a to any pads so I was like if anything I'll just be that amazing stranger yep um but surprise surprise I get a cramp on (gasps) the way to the gate and I'm like you've got to be kidding me a week early a week (sighs) early six days early which is so weird maybe I was stressed out about the travel but I was like you've got to be joking and I'm like thankfully I had the pad and actually it turned out to be a huge blessing because I just put like a diaper size pad in, yeah. sat in it, basically hunkered down for like a 12 hour plane ride, six hour layover, two hour plane ride, oh, got wow. to Russia and basically had like bled it all out. Yeah. So the it. Russians were in my basement before I got to Russia. <laughs> so that's cool. I mean, it, it was fine. Like in the end, I think that I didn't have to worry about it while traveling in St. Petersburg, while going to games, you know, I, it was gone. Yeah. Didn't have to worry that about like it. A blessing. But I was just like, I cannot wait to tell the girls about this. This is <laughs> oh insane. Like on the way to the gate, I was like, like oh, what's that? I thought it was like no. a nervous poop or right. something. Yeah. yeah. It was bleeding. Oh, God. Um, That's crazy. But yeah, so great. That's yeah. where we bled. I'm glad for that catch up. We bled you guys. all over this great world. New of York, ours. the West, and Russia. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. Oh, I also forgot to mention, I am blacording. Oh, yay! For the first time. Yay! <laughs> I I'm feeling really good about it because I was like, what am I going to blacord? Man, uh, all the other girls are blacording before me. Before me. <laughs> uh, new <laughs> listeners, just a reminder, if you haven't heard, blacording is when we are recording as we bleed. It's blacording. I mean, if people can't, I mean. If you didn't get that. If you, if you can't didn't put that together. together. <laughs> people. But I feel good. I got a tampon in. 
I can kind of smell it, you know? Oh, yeah. We'll talk. Oh, I want to do a whole episode about smell. Me too. God. Yeah. Anyway. Because I bet we're all the same. I mean, like, not that we smell the same, but I bet we all feel the same way about our smell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think every woman does. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I kind of like it. But yeah. Okay. No, I think uh, that's normal <laughs> okay, to yeah, like okay. your Let's own scent. Let's save it. Yeah. remember longtime listeners uh, in episodes two and three we talked a lot about menstrual cycles and we have this idea offline to track our cycles and then get back and report to each other with our report cards as mm-hmm. we know menstrual cycles can be like vital signs as we've learned they're yeah. important in gauging women's health so I'm really excited that we're going to share our findings uh and I wonder if yes. we're going to find yes. similar things or and I know Meg Hayes you're not you're on birth control yes so technically you aren't getting Cycles. I'm getting a period bleed, a, uh, uh, a withdrawal a, bleed, sorry, a, a, pill withdrawal bleed. a pill bleed. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, knowing that what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so who wants to start? Meg Tro, want to start okay. us off? Sure. Hold on. I want to track my my, my cycle. Strolls <laughs> right off the tongue. So good. My my cycle. I want to track my my cycle. <laughs> we'll work on it. We'll figure it out. Any hoodle. Okay. Anyways. Megtro, um, hit us with your cycle. Okay. So first off, how I, I've been tracking uh, my cycle for, I think, at least two years now because I use the Clue app. Ooh, tell us about it. Um, so Clue, it's nice. I really like the design. It's very clean. Um, and it's, I think it's because there are some of these tracking apps that are purely for women who are trying to get pregnant. And I think this one, it kind of is for just someone who wants to track their cycle because it has your like fertility window and stuff but it also just has like all these interesting facts and like uh it always tells me that it's getting smarter when I'm putting stuff in which always makes me a little nervous <laughs> like who's gonna it's gonna revolt blackmail me at some point um, <laughs> like I know when you have diarrhea right? yeah exactly it's gonna steal all your oh, bad yeast infection again like okay um so so yeah I've been doing it for a long time now because even when I, when I was on birth control, my period was unpredictable. Um, and so, which was a bummer because I get migraines, mm. but without the headache. And so I can't be on estrogen birth controls. So because of that, I just didn't get to be on like a normal birth control. So then I was like getting like two periods a month. And anyway, so I started tracking a long time ago. You said um, you get migraines without the headache? Yeah. What does that mean? So I get this, th- I get, it's called an aura. Um, and I think there's like a more official name, but it's this thing that kind of makes me lose vision in one of my eyes. Um, and at first it starts as like a weird rainbow halo and then I can't see like the center and then it kind of whites out. I actually had one at a theater meeting the other night. So I was just kind of like, uh huh, that's great. Just like blinking my eyes. But it doesn't hurt. No, that's so strange. I know. And my mom gets them, but then she knows that that's like in two hours, she's going to get a migraine. And for me, never gotten a migraine. Yeah. So I like asked the doctor about it. She's like, just thank your lucky stars you don't get migraines yet Jeez. so but because of that thing um they still don't want me to have uh estrogen or like birth additional estrogen. yeah okay. so that's fine hmm. um so uh i got off birth control in september um and i think my i thought my cycle was kind of taking its time to like readjust but now i'm just remembering how unpredictable my period was before I was on birth control where I was just, I was never an every 28 day kind of girl. Um, 
So it's been kind of weird. So when we first started tracking a couple months ago, um, one, I was 10 days late and I was like, oh, maybe I'm not going to have a period to talk about. But I did. Um, and it was like uh, the so because what's weird is that we watched this video about like what happens each week of your cycle. So there's right. the, you know, the first week af- or there's the week of your period. There's a week after that. There's like your ovulation part. And so I was kind of basing my period off of that. But then I was like a five week cycle. Oh, crazy. So it was all kind of off. And I was like, maybe you are a five week cycle. But then the next month I was 22 days. Mm. So weird. I know. So I'm just my body's weird. I should (laughs) probably talk to a doctor. So I might be up in part two. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've had like cysts on my um, found on my ovaries. So I feel like that could be part of it. Yeah. Anywho, first time we tracked. I had, I was like nine days late, 10 days late. And, uh, the week that I should have been getting my period, I was like on cloud nine, like my energy level. I was just felt amazing. Mm. Like I felt really calm. And this happened twice. There was like a month where I was 10 days late. The next month was 22 days. Then the month after that, another like 10 day late thing where again, I just felt great. And and like I was in Vegas with my mom and it was just like every outfit I put on, I was like, God, I look amazing. <laughs> I was just like, I love being late. Um, and then, and then I get, and it's not like my period would be heavier yeah. then. Um, but the, I just noticed that higher energy. Yeah. The hmm. week I was late. This, this is a nice bonus week. You're getting. right. Interesting. And I took full advantage. Yeah. I really lived my life those weeks. Um, lately though, the past two have been exactly the same. They've come about 30 days like in a 30 day mm-hmm. cycle. And I've had five days of like light days. Mm. And then on the sixth day, I get a super heavy, crampy day. You, that's how long years go. Yeah. That's a Which, long time. I feel it, like, and it didn't used to be like the, the past couple cycles before that, it wasn't like that. It was but like you, maybe four you days. recently went off birth control within the last like, seven or eight months or more it's, right i think it's going on 10 months okay now. so maybe like this is still your body just like readjusting yeah. maybe or like i said even before birth control i had a weird period yeah, yeah, right? yeah. so i think i might just have a weird period okay. um but uh it is interesting now that i've had the same period twice where yeah, it's that like is interesting light day light day light day light day i'm going to kill you oh. so bizarre yeah right that that's, many light days yeah leading up to a heavy that's, I yeah. know. that's just mean that's just cruel and each time i've been like Oh, maybe it's just a light period. How hmm. that's nice. You're, you're just and like, then psych, suck it. Um, yeah. So it's been pretty annoying. Um, but also, like I said, I feel like she's putting on a show now. So she's like, I'm going to give you something to talk about. And I'm like, I don't need that. <laughs> we have plenty Wait, to talk. I about. love this voice you're giving to your period. <laughs> right. My like hard period who drinks for net. And then she's like, I, I just think you like, you know, you paint me so mean. She sounds like a bitch. Our she's periods bitch. need to conference. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Meg, want to yes. talk about your cycle as someone who is still on birth control, but I am I'm on curious. the BC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know me. R- remind <laughs> us what kind of birth control you're on. I'm on microgestin. The pill. Um, uh, so, so my, like I said, my period typically starts the Tuesday of my pill week, my mm-hmm. placebo week, um, which did I tell you guys that those are iron tablets? Oh, you did. Is that true? In my, in my it is okay. the person so you, at the, at the pharmacy told me. 
Mm. And I believe him. Right. So <laughs> he was a man in a coat. <laughs> he had him. a white coat. So I <laughs> I also bought drugs from him. I think well, that makes sense because when other you drugs. bleed, you kind of like, you crave iron, right? Sure, like that's why sure. people want burgers. Right, with burgers. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So now I have, I think I counted eight eight birth control packets spread all over my apartment that's eight months worth of packets yeah. i don't I think i've ever thrown a packet away because it's like this one has two iron pills this one has five iron pills because i always forget that week to take it because i'm like oh, i don't need to listen to my alarm yeah <laughs> i look like an insane person they are stacked like control packets like it's really like, are you anyway. gonna just throw them out or are you like hoarding them Kate, for an, an ironless waste. week i'm not gonna waste iron pills <laughs> all right you never know when you're gonna need iron that's true and there's also, no other I'm way a, to get it than these little pills i'm also a vegetarian so i feel like i should just mm. take one every day i feel like you should consult a doctor before you do any <laughs> of this <laughs> just take extra iron Megan's gonna show up like really strong one day, <laughs> jacked. <laughs> We're like, what the? Do fuck? you guys need any furniture arms? moved? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when I was bleeding, I focused on my energy level, my BMs, which I also think whenever we do a period poops episode, we should track our bowel movements during our period. I love it. Interesting, yeah. right? I'm also unpredictable. Okay, because you guys, but... day one or two of my period. Uh, when I tracked for this, this was a couple months ago, but um, I had a very large, healthy BM, but nice. I also wrote in parentheses, also hangover question mark, because I had been <laughs> drinking a lot of alcohol the night before. <laughs> when I have hangovers, I get diarrhea. You do? Yeah. Wait, when you get hangovers, you have nice poops? Yeah. What? Who are you? Yeah, you're. It's it's all the iron she's taking. I guess so. (laughs) Um, But I also, and then I had, I had a a healthy libido and low energy. Um, Uh. Yeah, day three and four, I started to feel better. Um, But day four, I had broken BMs, and day five. I also I love how you say BMs. BMs. I feel like yep. that's such like a Midwestern aunt yes. would say. Yeah. <laughs> how are your BMs? <laughs> what I realized in tracking my period was not necessarily a lot of new information about my period, but it was new information about my stress and energy levels. Because hmm. oh. what I realized looking through, I was like, oh, I was pretty low energy this month. Like, I was feeling stressed. Day 15, which is like right when I would be ovulating, but I was in a bad, be. right. I was in a right. bad mood. Um, and then yeah. I started to kind of pick up a little bit. But basically for most of the, there was a lot of like low energy moments mm. throughout that whole month. Um, so that was helpful because I have been seeing a therapist uh, and I met, she, I've been mentioning to her that I have had some issues with energy levels and she asked me to start tracking my period to see if there were any cycles that we could start paying attention to. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to hear more about your tracker. Oh, yeah. I think there are like mood it. trackers, There's- but it's also interesting to do some. I think some apps have like a mood section yeah. where you can be so like, this is how I was feeling that day. Yeah, it okay. does. Happy, sensitive, sad. PMS. Okay. Yeah. Like, why not all of the above? Right. Yeah. And it just makes me think about looking into microdressing and seeing if one of the side effects is like low energy. Yeah. 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 Um, so that was helpful in a completely different way. Like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think that that would be the outcome, but 
Um, so it's interesting to see a trend of like, oh, okay, I was feeling really good this day, but then I started to go back down and then up again. So, so are you saying that you're suggesting that our listeners might do the same? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it. I think it can give you a lot of information. Like it could give you information on your BMs too. Like, oh, I stop saying BMs. <laughs> <laughs> like, Just oh, I poop. Yeah, like poo is a really cute way to say BM too. You know, like. Well, like, oh, maybe I haven't been eating that healthy. Like, I'm realizing, oh, this whole month I had issues with regularity. There's a whole app for uh, tracking your poops. Uh, That's awesome. It's called, I don't think it's called this, but I wish it were called the log log. Oh, that'd be really nice. But it's not, I think it's called something like stool tracker or something. Uh, But I always called it the log log. Yeah. This is so much better. So much better. So for my cycle, my cycle, my cycle. So if you guys remember episode three, I revealed all of that mind-blowing knowledge about what happens to your cycle on birth control. And then I decided because of my personal situation, I could go off birth control Mm. since I was in a committed relationship and, you know, try not to get pregnant per se, but maybe if we do, that's okay. Um, uh, And also I was re-listening to that episode side note, and I feel like I didn't make it clear enough that like people are on birth control to not get pregnant. And like a lot of what we talked about was like, Oh, you know, it it couldn't like cover up what's really wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And if you have acne, maybe think, but like, honestly, freaking do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Of course. People don't want to get pregnant when they're young or sometimes ever. And that's fine. So like no judge mint, no matter what. Um, just Agreed. wanted to reiterate that. Um, <laughs> but um, so I was really excited to get off birth control and like embrace my cycle and like what is me and who am I and yeah. and I was also worried maybe I won't get it or it'll be irregular because I've been on birth control for like at this point like eight years or something turns out I'm clockwork you guys I'm <laughs> so ch- clockwork and it's and it's a and I've had a great period I have oh, a, wow. I'm happy with it We're, my period and I are like BFFs right now wow um but basically I'm having three day periods Wow. And 28 day cycles. So I'm like, I'm in like what, what everyone kind of says is like you the, the average. best right. period ever. Yeah. Yeah. If I knew for sure that that would be my period off of birth control, I would definitely yeah. consider it. Well, I don't know though, because this last one came six days early. So That's whatever. That's true. But um, so I think I mentioned this in the episode where I had just recently gone off it that I'm super horny and I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for that because yeah. I think I had sort of chalked up my low libido to like just being in a kind of a long-term relationship but it's not true anymore mm-hmm. dad I hope you're listening to this episode <laughs> still sorry about welcome that. Andrew hi Andrew um <laughs> cool um yeah uh one thing I heard about birth control that I remember my doctor telling me way back and that was so true for me and maybe not for all women but that uh, when you take a certain kinds of birth control hormonal birth control you're really sensitive to the sun and you huh. get burned easily. Yeah, that that happened to me that. all the time. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that when I was on birth control, like no matter what, if I was in the sun for like 10 minutes on my lunch break without sunscreen, I would get lobster red. Wow. That, and, and which was good because it trained me to wear sunscreen all the time. Yeah. Right? That's not happening anymore. So that's good. I'm still wearing sunscreen, but I'm definitely not like if I, if I miss a spot, like on my wrist, yeah. that little strip is no longer red. You right. Know? Uh. Um, Because that was happening. Mm. I'm getting cramps more than I used to, which makes sense because before I had reported to you that I don't really get cramps, but that's because I I was on birth control. Um, But they're still not bad. They're like, you know, for a couple hours in the morning. And I did feel it in my lower back for the first time, which was like, we talked about this. I'm getting a lower back. It's so funny because a lot of (laughs) this is like, I'm excited about the cramps. Like, we talked about this. Yeah. So my sister Katie Hayes told me, Katie, I hope you're okay with me sharing this, that she um, feels cramps in her thighs. 
Oh, which we talked about crazy. and we had never discussed this before. Cro- fingers crossed that I feel that next fingers time. Crossed. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I feel like my hair and skin gets glowy and like better right before I start ovulating. And I think in the last episode, when we talked to Allison, you guys said that my hair and skin looked nice. That's and, true. I, and I think that's the same. Actually, the other day at work, someone was like, Kate, you, you're glowing. And I just said, I think I'm ovulating <laughs> said it really loud. Um, I think my feet swell. On my period, weird. I noticed that my feet twice recently. I feel like um, my feet, my shoes just feel a little tight. And Hmm. at first, I thought because I just bought new shoes, they were the exact same size and brand. And I was like, ah, did I buy the wrong size by accident? But I really just think like for a minute, my feet swell. And I looked it up, and that is a side effect. Weird. Um, but so yeah, my my moods. Again, I'm like happy about that. My moods, I think, are more um. I have more mood swings without birth control. I, but I kind of like it. It feels like mm. I'm more in charge of myself and I'm yeah. more powerful. Like PMS depression for me has been like super real. Like mm. the, f- maybe it's like four to five days leading up to it. I am like in a just really, really sad and like down on myself. And that's been the case for like the last, like however many months I've been tracking it mm. off birth control. It's, crazy but I sort of like it I sort of like being like this is why I know my hormones right. are like dropping or whatever right. I know what's coming and like I've warned my husband about it and I'm like I'm right. sad and that's okay right now right it's okay yeah. that I'm sad yeah. let me get through it and like today I got my period and I was and I just felt good all of a sudden yeah. like I was like my mood had totally switched I, I felt like heavy and kind of like blah but like mentally I was way more with it so yeah. I'm like this is so interesting to me and it's nice to feel all the emotions, right? Yeah. To feel I feel like maybe normal. you were stinted before yeah. and you weren't fully like. Yeah. yeah. Or I don't think it was as predictable. Like my husband says, oh, yeah, but you were moody on birth control. And I'm like, all right. You know what? Uh, like, first okay, of all. Peanut gallery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one asked you. <laughs> but I but I don't remember it being so predictable. And I don't remember it being like I can pinpoint that like I feel really good here and not good here mm-hmm. and like so that's cool I am genuinely like I've been looking forward to my periods and like nice. so yeah well and then on those days you can be like I'm gonna do I'm gonna make sure I exercise today I'm gonna make sure I get enough yeah. sun mm-hmm. today yeah and on the days gonna, I know where yeah. I'm gonna be down I've been telling myself like just stay busy because like yeah. if I'm not busy I'm just sitting at my desk at work being like I'm a failure but if mm-hmm. I'm like you know if I make myself a to-do list mm-hmm. and like cross that's stuff awesome. off yeah it's been real I'm really excited about it and it's so goofy and silly um it's wonderful thanks but yeah me and my period are like we're friends man we're like getting through it together can your period call my period yeah we all need to conference i feel like i've been (laughs) i've missed my period i wish he would come back but then i really don't want to go off birth control you're gonna regret that i like i I don't miss you that much (laughs) (laughs) i'm not buying that one-way ticket sorry So yeah, those were all of our cycles yeah. and that was so interesting to hear. Um, and listeners, please call us if you want to share how your cycle is. If you're also in birth control and just kind of want to share what's going on with you, let us know. Yeah. Super yeah. interested to hear about people's mm, cycles. Yeah. I want to yeah. know how many people are like clockwork and how many people are. Yeah. Yes. I want to know if I like am super weird or if there's a lot of people who have like unpredictable yeah well i know people that have had iud's have very interesting stories about bleeding for nine days Mm -hmm. you know like bleeding lightly for half of the month i don't know i know that you had an iud i did it's Um, been it's been 
at least five years since I've had the IUD. Okay. And I know you had some weirdness with it. I mean, was your Ugh. cycle also, was it yeah. weird in a different way when the you first had your IUD? I had the IUD. I basically like bled or spot spotted every day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I feel like sometimes they say it takes up to a year for you to adjust be- oh my god because it's like you know insane. a year going to adjust through your cervix we don't have crazy. that kind of time i don't have that kind of time no and like and uh just all the birth controls i had have been kind of i only have done pill or iud and the first iud i had uh started coming out and oh so god. they had to like pull it out and replace it oh but Jesus. the replacement process was i think because they thought i since i'd already had one they were like oh no problem we'll just jam it up there oh god it was so painful i was crying the first time i had it put in i had like a nurse holding my hand and the doctor was like Mm. really like gentle and patient and i was like totally ready second time she's just like ram ram (gasps) ram and then like eventually she's like do you need a minute like she was really impatient with me i'm like crying and i'm like i don't know and she's like okay i'm gonna try one more time and I think just something, my cervix was like, okay, let's just get through this real fast. Oh and my God. All my genitalia has some sort of oh. voice I attach to it. My cervix talks like That's this. horrible. <laughs> and your period is My period's like, this girl. So oh. it's so interesting that we're talking about this because I wanted to go to a phone call we got and it has oh. to do with this. So let's oh. listen to our first phone call. Okay. Great. I love phone calls. Hello. I am calling just to talk about my super powerful period. So I uh, had a baby almost a year ago, and so soon afterwards, I was like, I'm getting an IUD because I don't want to have another baby anytime soon, and I did. Um, But then soon after that, um, I started getting these terrible ovarian cysts and just like having awful periods. So my doctor said was I had this like crazy powerful period that was like breaking through the IUD and that I needed to double up on my birth control and also use a NuvaRing. So I use both types of birth control now to try to prevent having any period at all. And I still get like this tiny, rude little period from time to time, but I don't have the ovarian cysts anymore. So that's good. But uh yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Bye. Oh, cheers. Oh cheers. Oh. Cheers to being a woman. Right. Wow. God wow. Bless that's you. crazy. So when I had the IUD, I also, that was the first time they found ovarian cysts mm. on me. What the heck? And my gyno said that sometimes like the IUD can cause them. What? And I'm like, oh, but then I feel, feel like I still have them. So yeah, anyways, that's, that's crazy. So wow. what remind me what the Nuva ring is? It's like, it's like a, a ring like that you a clear push ring. up into mm-hmm. like around your cervix. But that, isn't that what an IUD is? No. What's the IUD? So the IUD is a little T that they l- put in your uterus. Oh, okay. It like okay, goes okay. all got the way it, into got your it, uterus. I got it. Okay. So yeah, I think I confused the two. Okay. Wowzas. Wow. Dude, wow. that's really rough. Girl, that sounds tough. And I love that she says her has a rude period. <laughs> yeah. So like your period's a, little, a bitch. Yep. Mine is chill. And mine is, is rude. Hers is rude. And mine is neglecting me. Yours is in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. God, I can't imagine being on two birth controls. Like, what, what a if, pain in the ass. Yeah. That's why you do This is why we need male birth control right now. Yes. Wow. So we don't have to have... She had a period so strong, it was ble- it was bleeding through her yeah. IUD. Right. And like depending... Because I know... Push, did you say it was pushing it out? No. I think it just like was persevering th- I see, through. I see, I see. Because it's true. They say like, especially with the Mirena, which is the plastic one with hormones, 
it's supposed to like potentially stop your period. Mm. Um, where with the copper one, the copper one can actually make your period worse. Oh, oh God. These are our options. Yeah. This really is making me so upset. God bless you. Thank you for calling in. Yeah. And then I wanted to play another phone call we got um, that has to also sort of do with going off birth control and then dealing with the periods. So let me play that one. I wanted to talk to you guys about stopping taking the pill and not getting your period. You can stop taking the pill and not get your period for months and months and months. And then it's coming back when you have sex again. Someone told me this when I was going off the pill and I was like, that's really weird. And then sure enough, I had some sex and my period came back right away. So what does that mean? What does that mean, you guys? <laughs> yes, that is a great question. Very good question. And, yeah. I, and I didn't know that that was the case. And I looked it up. I did a little Ooh, Google search. Well, well, okay. a little bleed search. A little bleed search. Um, turns out that having sex can help trigger your period. What? Yeah. That's crazy. And it, crazy. that's something that's totally normal because um, it says here, according to a, an article in Healthline. Hey, Healthline. It's uh, not the Mayo Clinic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it turns out that semen contains... Uh, Mm, this word prostaglandins which, oh, of course which act upon the woman's cervix causing it to soften and dilate what and when a woman has an orgasm this also causes causes her cervix to dilate and this all causes a vacuum that can pull the menstrual blood down whoa so there you go so there you go cool thanks Thank caller you. And then there's another call I wanted to play, and this was referring to our second episode about euphemisms. Oh, yes. So I want to tell a quick story. Um, I was writing a press release for a show I was working on that had a woman discuss having her period in the show, and we said period several times in the press release. Uh, but our press person came back to us and said, is there a euphemism we can use instead of saying period? And we sort of we sat around and thought about it, and the thing is, we realized period is a euphemism. Like, that's not a medical term. That is no like, that's not like part of you know like what like it's just I'm on my period. Like that it's it's sort of meaningless. We all attribute it and know now that it means I am menstruating. Uh, it was kind of an, a terrible thing, like to have this. 60-something-year-old man turn around to us women and tell all of us as part of this women's festival that uh, he didn't want to use the word period when we were talking about a play that had to do with a period. Wow. That is such a good point. Such Very a good point. good point. Blew all of our minds, Claire. Yeah, yeah thank you, Claire. Also, yeah. hi, Claire Rice. We love you. Friend of the podcast and also host to FMK Lit. Another great podcast. Great. Yeah. Check it out. Just throwing that out there. That is such a good wow. point about that is a euphemism. It is. No. But man, it's, that really stinks. I wonder what happened with stink. that press release if she ended up. Um, and that man having, that yeah. was helping out with this women's festival. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get, get out of here. And then also, um, I also want to tell you guys this really funny story. So about euphemisms, um, as part of my global trip to Russia and how wonderful that was, I also went to Sweden. Uh, for a couple days to because you know we just wanted to see another country and Carl my husband has uh, is from his family's from Sweden and we met up with a bunch of his old co-workers that now live in Sweden that are Swedish and 
I was telling them about the podcast because, you know, Sweden is very woman friendly country. Yeah. It's a really good society for women. And so I was like, oh, these these women will be so interested in this podcast. So I was telling them about it and they are. And I hope they're listening. Hi, Sweden. Hi, Sweden. Um, and then I was like, oh, I wonder. So I asked them if they have any euphemisms for period because oh, in our yes. episode we talk about yes. what one is for Sweden but I didn't want to like ask them I wanted to yeah. see if it came up but then they were like I guess we say time of the month I guess we say yeah and then they go oh well Lincolnberry week obviously like, yeah, yeah, we heard about this it tracks and I was like <laughs> I thought so but I wasn't gonna ask because I thought that'd be the offensive American being like do you guys say Lincolnberry, Lincolnberry? week I um, don't even know what the hell that it's is it's the stuff that goes with meatballs it's like a sauce a, mm. like a jammy fruity sauce that goes with meatballs you can get some at Ikea yeah but I <laughs> so yeah our my research then was accurate it they checks. also they did say that it's something that like it's a little old fashioned. It's something like maybe their moms would have said, mm-hmm. but it sure, but it, but it's definitely in their, in their vernacular. So yeah, those were just some phone calls we've been getting over the last couple days and weeks. So keep calling us, you guys, questions, comments, Nine one oh six uterus. Nine one oh six uterus. Tell us how you bleed like us at nine one oh six uterus. Nine one oh six uterus. Call it in. <laughs> For our final segment of this week's podcast, let's talk about why we cried. You guys, we've been gone. We haven't been sharing our tear stories so let's yeah. do it should we do our song oh of course mm. okay so here's our segment why i cried this week why did i cry this week cry this week nobody's supposed to be here, be here. when i talk about why i cried this week Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me thinking about telling you why I cried is making me cry. Oh, boy. You go first, then. Meg T. Nanette, you guys. Get on Netflix and watch Nanette. It is a stand-up special by Hannah Gadsby. Uh, And it, I mean, a lot of people are talking about it. So do not wait. Watch it right now. Okay. It should be required viewing. It is because it is funny. It is 80% funny. Like, I never, if I'm watching something by myself, I never laugh out loud. I laughed out loud uh, on multiple occasions. But she will just break you wow. in half. I was I felt vulnerable. I like watched the the half second half of it in bed, and I had to pause it multiple times to just weep. Oh my I was, god! I was a wreck. And then everyone now I'm talking to about it. Like we just get on these epic long text threads just talking wow. about it. That's a gr- I don't want to spoil anything, but it's just she tackles everything but she mainly tackles like toxic masculinity and misogyny Mm. um and she's a queer woman so she also just talks about like dealing with the persecution of being a gay woman and um and so it's just but but i want to say this line but then i don't want to say this line because i guess i want you to experience it for the first time when you watch it all right i will say even the trailer was poignant yeah it's i mean yeah she's brilliant she she tackles like misogyny and art history and like she she tackles she goes at comedy Mm. like part of it is that she's like talking about how she has to quit comedy and like 
Oh, you guys, it's so You're good. selling this hard. I'm going to go home yeah, and watch it. Yeah, go watch it. Right. it is, we should all oh. watch it together and cry. It's the new Coco. It's, yeah, I <laughs> will not watch this on a plane. I will not never recover. Meg <laughs> uh, Hayes, why'd you cry? Um, the only thing I could think of was I saw my therapist on Monday and I was feeling great on Monday. I was like, there's no way I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> and I told, I didn't cry, but I totally choked up a little bit. I was like, God damn it. She's good. <laughs> and I was on cloud Every nine. Time. <laughs> How does she do it? <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I've been on vacation. I've had very few reasons to cry for the nice. last month. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. And it's sometimes been great. it's okay to cry. I mean, oh, it's always yeah. okay to cry. So. I cry plenty. It was nice to have a couple weeks off. <laughs> um, I had two things. For, I'll get the the first one out of the way. Do you guys ever wake up from a dream crying? I wake up from a dream, maybe not with actual tears on my face, but like the act okay. of crying. No, no, no. I feel like. <laughs> oh, so I like, wake up with like moist eyes like that have been like trapped by my closed eyelids. Got it. This one, I woke up because I had a dream that my husband Carl was making fun of Meg Hayes <gasps> for making a sandwich incorrectly. <laughs> and in the dream, I'm defending Meg Hayes and yelling at Carl being like, stop making fun of her. She's just making a sandwich. And all of these feelings. And I woke up crying. <laughs> that is absurd. I feel so touched. <laughs> I got you, girl. I got, got her, you. Her, I got you. Aww. Screw you, Carl. <laughs> but the main reason I cried this week was just all of the love and the soccer in the World Cup, you guys. Aww. You know, you all know how I feel about when people come together, when collective humanity has a shared experience yeah. and they act on it. Hashtag coming together for soccer was my Instagram hashtag. <laughs> Check it out on Instagram if you want. I just basically collected like all of the heartwarming moments that I saw because it's just, I think soccer gets, and football gets a really bad rap for, you know, corruption and racism, obviously horrible things and all the politics that sort of come with when you have like geopolitical differences, but like the fans are just there for the sport and all these fans that have flown across the world to be in Russia and you're in a place together and some people are wearing their country's jerseys. Other people are like adopting a country, you know, for whatever reason, like the U.S. didn't play in the World Cup. So like Carl and I sometimes are wearing Costa Rica or Sweden or Germany or rooting for Colombia. And like it was just so wonderful to all be together. And you see like rivals hug each other and high five each other. Oh, um that. It was just really wonderful. Um, before every game, when they're before they do the anthems, they bring out these ginormous flags of the teams, and they yeah, march out. Huge. They march out so they like take up the whole field basically. Yeah, and uh, they're like kids that are holding these flags, and they're holding them so still while the music is playing, and then all the anthems go, and it's like just so one, and everyone's singing their anthem and. Like, oh, it's just, and some songs don't, or some anthems don't have words. So the, the, oh. the, the, the fans are just like yelling the tune and it's just like so much love. <laughs> There's just God. so much pomp and circumstance and like, you know, collective like rehearsal and production that has to go into these big spectacles. And it was just like, everything just made me cry. Yeah. And then the Shakira Waka Waka song from the what? 2010 World Cup played all the time. No. And I, that song is so problematic because I, it's like a, a white, Latin American singer singing like an African yeah, song. It's, I don't care. I'm the first to say I it. love that. I song. love that song. Love that and song. every time it played, I teared up again. This 
time for Africa. It was just a lot of those moments in World Cup, and I'm just so grateful that I was able to be there. It was nice. amazing. It was so fun to follow your it trip. Hey, before we go, we are taking your stories about tampons. We want to do an episode about the cultural taboos surrounding tampons. So if you grew up under a, a religion or a parent or instruction, culture. a culture yeah. that told you never to wear tampons, we want to hear from you. Call us, 9106-UTERUS, and we'll uh, include some of your stories on the air. So that's our episode. Covered a lot of territory. Covered a lot of stuff. We did. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed our episode. Please remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Hey, you know what would be great is if you like our podcast you go on iTunes and you rate us five stars and you write a review about what you like about us. And remember, keep calm. And tampon. It may be primal, it may be vital, but it makes you homicidal. It's a vicious, it's a vicious, it's a vicious cycle. Our theme song is by the go ahead check out more at thegoaheadmusic.com